Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome back to Legit Bat. I'm Joe. Jen is with me on this episode. Ben is not. And this is a episode we did live in Denver. Forbidden Knowledge News, Chris Matthew, uh, Charlie from Macroaggressions, and Steve and Joe from BGCast. And we had a great time hanging out with those guys. And unfortunately, we did have technical issues because it was a live show where we all sat down and talked to each other. So I think we did almost two hours and about an hour of it was unusable. So that sucks, but enjoy what we did do. Uh, Side note, we were pretty hammered, so that might come through as well. And I think that's about it. Enjoy the show and we will be putting out shows again soon. Thanks. All right, we are live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are live from the Forbidden Gathering in Fort Collins, Colorado. We're having a wonderful time. There's more of us here, but it's just us two right now. Some more wonderful podcasters will be joining us shortly. We're mainly testing everything out, making sure everything is working, which I'm hoping it is. So I'm going to kindly ask you in the audience to... Let us know if everything looks and sounds okay, if everything seems to be coming across clearly. So I'm going to hand this over to Stephen. For those that may not be familiar, Stephen, just introduce yourself a second. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. What's going on, everybody? I am Steve. I do BG Cast. I'm sitting here with Chris Matthew at the Forbidden Knowledge Network Gathering, and we are absolutely having a great time. Uh, 
thank you to Mr. Chris Matthew for having us all at his uh, house this weekend and being so accommodating and uh, looking out for everybody here. Definitely appreciated. We just got done cooking up some good meats, some good ribs, uh, everything like that. We've been having lots of thought-provoking conversations, uh, really trying to, you know, kind of come together as a collective and, uh, you know, break down a lot of these difficult concepts we try to discuss and break down a lot of these philosophical and spiritual concepts that we try to discuss. And it, it, it's an amazing thing when you can have everybody sit in a circle and just break down, digest, bounce ideas off another. It's it's a solution-based mindset. And uh it's it's a privilege. It's a privilege, man. Right on. Yeah, yeah. So so other than that, I know we got Charlie upstairs right now. Yeah, yeah then yeah. So who we have joining us today at the Forbidden Gathering, we have Steven, we've got Joe also from BG Cast and BG Tap. And we have Charlie Robinson, who has just arrived. Ryder Lee, of course. Corey Hughes. We have all our better halves here, most of them. And we've got Joe and Jen from Legit Bat. And Ken Swartz from C60 Purple Power. So we got a wonderful full house here tonight, and we're having a wonderful time. Yesterday was fantastic. Everybody got together, ate had a little bit of plant medicine fun, and uh, we will be doing that again this evening. We'll be doing some consciousness exploration. But until then, we're going to try and get some more folks down here to come chat with us. And stay tuned, because we'll be popping in and out all night to talk with you guys. So welcome to the Forbidden Gathering Live. There's the camera. I keep looking down there. but know, we keep All right. Up. We're going to have to get used to the camera here. This is all new for us. So I'm going to hand this over to Steve for a minute. I'm going to go try get the rest of the crew down here. Yeah. Let's have a chat, guys. Let's have a chat. So speaking of consciousness exploration, you know, we all have been kind of receiving that kind of treatment within ourselves subjectively and collectively right now. Uh, especially looking at a lot of the recent world stage events going on with the Maui fires. I think there's not only a lot of literal instances that have occurred in that. I think there's a lot of symbolic, symbolic goodness in that as well. I mean, literally, we have just been shown that they're willing to go to these lengths to, uh, to you know, get what they want. And it's up to us to understand that if we actually just stand up, um, the table collapses, and we can move forth with that solution-based mindset i think we should all be approaching things with and that's one of the reasons i've loved the discussions that we've had here so far is it's all been from a solution-based mindset uh we're talking about new ideas you know new new trains of thought new solutions even self-sustainability stuff i mean we're even talking about doing homesteading podcasts and things like that and i think that's a it's a pretty interesting thing what do you think chris what was that i said we're talking about doing homesteading podcasts now i think that would be a pretty interesting little twist so yeah, it's time. It's uh yeah. It's time for us to start collectively making our own communities, building our own support groups and growing our own food, all that good stuff and uh there's enough of us here that are in the same mindset that hopefully we can get something like that started in the near future and we got a big crew out here in Colorado and it's growing. It seems to be a hub for a lot of free thinkers for some reason, but it's very interesting and um 
yes, we're having a wonderful time, man. We're going to uh, we're going to continue these conversations. We're going to continue consciousness exploration and we are about to have some fun because Joe and Jen are about to come down here from Legit Bat and we've got Charlie Robinson. So stay tuned. We will be here. Stephen. Yeah, sure, sure. Definitely. It is interesting how it is a hub here in Colorado. That's a very good point, Chris. I think uh, it seems to be that a large portion of, of people who have been, you know, awakening here on planet Earth or in their journeys, in their spiritual paths have been making their way out to different areas. And it almost seems like we're 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 sitting down, we're planting roots in a lot of different um areas such as colorado you said austin texas is one too a lot of people are yeah yeah come on oh. down let me scoot over all right the crew is here we're all here joe we don't need headphones or anything yeah. hello it's introduce yourselves everyone we've got the legit bad crew we got charlie robinson we got steven we got me oh we have to look up there right if you want i mean doesn't matter uh is the microphone okay okay looks weird anyway yeah we're legit bat i'm joe this is jen hey and we got our buddy uh, Charlie Robinson here you might know him i'm from macroaggressions and happy to be Hanging out with these lunatics. Anybody? Uh, no. Uh, you go. It is. It is a grateful time. I was saying earlier, uh, it's it's a really cool thing when we all could sit down and kind of come together, you know, bounce cool ideas off of each other as a collective. Uh, you know, really talk about you know solution based things. I brought up the homesteading podcast we were talking about earlier. You know being self-sustainable and uh trying to just move forward at this point because uh of all the craziness in this world and everything going on charlie charlie probably has some uh solutions don't yeah. you yeah. got some uh okay so uh joe out there the other joe was talking about having a bone to pick with you about being black pilled what do you have to say about that because <laughs> i i agreed with him i said yes you are definitely black pilled but it's like cheerful black pilled so what do, what do you have to say about that God, it's unfortunately <laughs> true. That's the worst part is that. I mean, I have my moments where I feel very hopeful. But then I go through the airport and I see people still wearing masks and their whole family wearing masks. Right. And you I just go five minutes outside and you're like, oh, I go, OK, I mean, it's getting is it getting better? Sure. But there is a segment of the population that is beyond fixing. And I, normally, I, it wouldn't be any of my business. But unfortunately, they're going along with authoritarian policies because they're too stupid to understand what's happening. And that is super frustrating. Yeah. And that is the black-pilled component of this, is that I, I, I go, there's so many of them. And they're so stupid. And I want to shake the shit out of them and just say, like, come on, man, like, open your eyes. Can't you see what's happening? And they can't they either can't see it. It's 
it, so it's, it's an people end. that keep, keep you black pill. Do you it's think the, we're ever going to see it though? Those no, are the same people that are going to eat McDonald's forever and that, die of like high cholesterol and, and wear masks. Yeah, <laughs> so like, maybe it's wearing masks or whatever. Getting the vax will kill them, but it, something else would have killed them. I I have I'm not even kidding. Recently, I heard them talking about this study that said that they think that about 50 percent of the world's population are NPCs. I was about to ask you about that. I was going to pick your brain on your opinion. That, and I thought that number seems low. <laughs> you know, I used to think that there was just people that didn't have that divine spark. But I think back about myself and as a teenager in my twenties. Yeah, I might have been an NPC. I was pretty. I was pretty fucking stupid and just you were sleeping. Yes, I was asleep for forever. Until about 2012, 2013, but maybe it's possible for us that are NPCs or once have been to gain a divine spark or come on to come online somehow. Because I have some opinions on that. I think I don't. I I just don't believe in NPCs. I think that we we all have our moments where we're retards. I'm sorry, we were allowed to say retards on the show. We can say the other word. Yeah. Okay, but we just are. We have a growing point, like Chris was saying. We we all remember being that person that just listened to CNN or listened to our parents or just went along with the narrative. And then we all broke out somehow and seeing some people who aren't doing that, that is really hard, but that's still their path. They might never break out and someday they might, but that still has to be their path. And it's not our job to, to make them do it. Well, every time I see like, uh, especially teenagers and I mean, this hits kind of close to home for us recently, but Anytime I see teenagers, I'm like, you are so fucking stupid. And it's not that they're dumb. I always make a clarification between dumb and stupid. Dumb is being ignorant and dumb. Stupid is being dumb on purpose to me. That's just my definition. But so when you see people out there being fucking stupid, even though they know better, that's what scares me the most about the next generation. It makes you sound like an old man you know like all oh, the kids these days whatever but it really does and it, it makes me kind of uh you know remember how my parents said that and i'm like well i wasn't anywhere near as stupid i did a lot of stupid shit but you see you see what's going on now and it's like oh my god is this hopeless are we totally black pill they, now Charlie? they've removed repercussions from your actions from a lot of things too yes. there 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 used to be a time yeah, when it was like the world wasn't bubble wrapped and you fell off your bike and you got hurt and you figured it out and now everybody it there's it's everybody's just getting catered to you know they can't hear a, a word or it makes them feel icky inside and they need a safe space and all this stuff and it's like we've just become it's like the pussification of the United States. Uh, what does Rogan call it? Nerfing the world? It's, 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 it is, it's, it's not good. It's not, it's not healthy for us. It's not a, it's not, it doesn't make us better. It makes us softer. Oh, it makes weak, us weak men makes uh, hard times, right? We're in that, we're in that, we're in that spot right now. So it's, you know, it, whether they're, NPCs, you know, whether they're actually dead inside, which I think, I think some of them maybe really are. Some of them are waiting to snap out of it or, you, you know, they're just busy. 
And never underestimate that too. You know, people are busy with life and everything's more expensive. So you got to work harder and you're less time to think about what's going on. And the by next design, thing you know, I, I would imagine. So I mean, if it's not by design, it's at least a nice little added benefit to it. So to keep everybody constantly on the hamster wheel so that you can't stop and look around that's uh that's where we sort of step in as content creators and we're able to maybe boil down hours of information into a one hour podcast and and then everybody that's busy doesn't have an excuse for being missing uninformed of, of, about something oh, you can you make know more I mean? excuses though well you could i feel like they they blew their wad on covid and that there's just too many people that would never fall for anything like that again so they'd have to go to the next level, bigger and harder, fake alien invasion, World War Three, something like that, to actually get people in that fear mode. But I feel like they've already lost the game. I was telling Joe earlier, it's like a chess game that's already been lost. You're seven moves ahead, and they're just trying to keep that game going as long as possible to have the illusion that they still have a chance. But it's all over. They're just they're just scrambling right now. And there's too many people that are just aware and just like I said, there's seems like there's people coming online, people I never would have thought would have questioned some of the things are even family members that I had no idea would ever, you know, be even curious about this stuff. So interesting things are happening because of that. And I think they they went too hard too fast and blew it all. It's almost mocking. I noticed that's something I've always brought up. It seems like they're mocking. Us in a way, I always wonder if it's a good comparison to talk about gas stoves, gas vehicles, gas lighting. This is almost kind of how they've interwoven it into it now. They made it so blatant that they're kind of like, hey, look at what we're doing. We're trying to show you this narrative. We're trying to show you, uh, you know, the front of the process. And why is that? Like, is it just, uh, what do they call it? Revelation method? Is it just that? It's like, fuck you. This is what we're doing? Or? So, so, so essentially, 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 I come from the the uh, train of thought that, that we're kind, kind of undergoing what I would call an interesting stage of awakening at this moment in time. It, it almost, almost seems as, as if everything starts to horrendously backfire within the past few years. And you have to it almost seems as everything started to uh, horrendously backfire um, within, you know, the past few years. You look at the diet suddenly. You look at the almost blatant visuals of events being staged. I I showed a uh, video on my Wednesday podcast of the uh, bombing of Ukraine, and you had these really frail women, like probably about 125 pounds soaking wet, and they were hauling off concrete chunks, like they were holding waiter trays, and I'm like looking at this and I'm like, I, I, how is this possible? I know, they were like, yeah, it's like, are you serious now? Come on. So, so that just begs the question, if you're if you're faking this, this little scene right here, if you're just making this up, you're, you're making it, uh, uh you're 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 using fake foot you know fake rocks and and you're why is that what is really going on it's it it's it's one of those things that where this is the reason why you 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 mentioned waking up normies to things like this show them that 
and say, what do you make of this lady? This Is is this the strongest woman in the world? Have you ever seen the, you ever seen the looks when you say that to somebody? They're like, no, it's just this dude. Don't worry about it. But ever think that maybe, though, that they're just wanting to see who is really paying attention and that they have some other plan for us that's way more nefarious? I know that this is super black pill extraordinaire over here, but... I think, I think that, that we're, we're supposed, supposed to come, come out of it and be like, like okay, okay, and they're, they're going to say, say, you know what? You guys, you guys are totally right. right. We've been lying this whole time. And then pat us on the back and say great things. And then something way worse will be in the store. Possibly. I'm not saying that's not going to Wait for that. That's going to be rad. But I do feel like some appreciation is in order for us figuring out your diabolical plan. You bastards yes well uh, a, a, a fair, fair portion, portion of the of world's population, population i don't know six billion people are blissfully that. asleep if you believe that yeah so we should get if nothing else exterminated last check check I don't know. Is that, that what do we? might be a better, kind of, a better reward. That's, that's the constant that's it, uh, debate actually between us. Is, uh, is it exterminated first or last? Which, which one is it? Are they proud of us? And they're like, yes, you thought for yourselves. You figured it out. Good for you. We want you for the future of humanity. Or is it like, no, we want the people that took three jibby jabs. We want those ones because they followed orders. Hard to tell. Yeah, which one is it? So this is why Charlie's black pilled. We should just call this episode Charlie is Blackpilled. Uh, I can understand. I can understand his frustrations, though. I can. I have my I have my days, too. Trust yeah. me. You go out and you look at I mean, especially to, you know, I'm driving through Denver, you know, and we're now uh, we're now three years past all of these mandates and everything like that. And I see these groups coming back. Though, you know? coming back. I'm so afraid, Joe. Yeah. I'm so I'm so afraid. You should be. Did you, did you see the. Did you see the Alex Jones announcement today? No, no that not. his he that uh, that he had somebody close to him uh, that that's in that's deeply involved in the I guess Department of Homeland Security or maybe it was TSA talking about uh, that masks were coming back in October that they were going to start lockdowns again they were going to start travel restrictions again in December. And that that it wasn't a matter of if it was a matter of when and that they had it scheduled and that he went to a backup source and asked the backup source, did you hear anything? And the guy said, as a matter of fact, yesterday, I heard the exact same thing. So, wow. What do you think the, the compliance rate will be with that, though? Now, no. interesting question. What do you think the compliance rate will be with something like that? Because. If they don't let you on an airplane without it, the compliance rate, you know, at the airport is going to be 100%. So is this part of some psychological whipsaw of, of, you know, you're free to go, you're enslaved, you're free to go, you're enslaved, like the breaking of our collective brains from this, because this seems really diabolical. And, and, and I'm going to watch, I'm going to tell you right now, if they bring back masks and they bring back this and it's, it's supposed to be some strain out of Canada, you know, blah, blah, blah. If they bring this back, you're going to you're going to fuck a bunch of people up in the head forever. They already did. They're never going to like the ones that are sort of like straggling. It, it's going to finish them off. 
This is going to be a catastrophe. So this is the kill shot. Uh, this is, so I'm. I don't know how to even continue this because it, I feel like we were preaching to the choir. We talked about this earlier off air, but yes. like, how do you how do you reach the people that are still wearing mat? And I, I, I'm using that as an example, but this is what we you came don't. across on the way to Denver here. There were people in the plane very proudly wearing two masks and like getting up to go to the bathroom, like strutting like a peacock, like, look at me. And everybody else is like, what the fuck? And I don't know what it takes to get somebody to that level again. But I think for, like you said, a percentage of the population, I don't think it's going to take much. All you have to do is say it's the move variant. Whatever happened to that one? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's certain people that are lost that are never going to be on board or become aware of what's really happening. And that's okay. They're going to have their own timeline. They're going to have their own reality. And we're going to have our own timeline and our our own reality. We're going to be building sustainable communities. We're going to be doing our thing. We're going to be eating healthy. We're not going to be getting jabbed and we're not going to be getting fucked by the government. White Phil Chris here. That's me, sir. I have to have a little hope here. But those people, the other people who have gotten jabby jabs and they're sucked in the system and they want to be inside the metaverse forever and make love to training horses or whatever they do, Hot dogs. Yeah. that too, they're going to have their own reality. They're going to have their own timeline and it's going to be split and we won't even necessarily have to have anything to do with one another. So it may be a beautiful thing. You know, they can just go on with their and we don't even have to pay attention or care at all. Do you think we're going to have to have like a split split society? Like, I mean, it, it already kind of is like you have big cities versus small cities and you have the, the people that are into farming and doing their own thing, living sustainably and all that shit. And then you have the, the smart city people that are going to want to do that and want to be plugged into the grid. Do you think it's going to come down to that where it's a split? I'm a, Charlie or yeah. Steve? Like the- I most certainly think so. I think um, I've always had a theory that uh, potentially the ra- what we would call almost the rapture event could be a physical thing where there is a splitting off. And you're going to have people who kind of move out into the surrounding areas, like the rural areas of the city, trying to establish a more self-sustainable new earth mentality kind of life. And then you're going to have people who are going to agree with the agenda and stay in these smart cities and agree to whatever neural link or, you know, RFID chip or whatever social credit score system that comes super along trace. with that super trace. It's exactly. already happened to an extent, but it's, uh, I think it's getting more defined now and it's getting a little more narrowed down and you're going to have, I, I think it's going to be more of a, a fine line of like, these are people that agree with it. These are people that don't, it seems like it's going that way. And that's where I'd be black pill with Charlie. <laughs> The white pill with Chris is that we're going to be on the other side of this. So, so I'm only thirty percent black pilled, according to Doctor Shiva. He'll he's my he's my guest uh, tomorrow on macroaggressions. We talked about this, and he was talking about shameless plug. How uh, there's thirty percent of the population don't even bother, just brain dead, totally never going to figure it out no matter what you do. He said there's 20% that hap- that understand what's happening and there's 50% that are up for grabs. They can go either way. So are they going to be the people that have the light bulb moment and go, it's all fake? Or if, you know, if COVID-2, electric boogaloo, really? You're bringing this back with masks again? Like 
this is retarded. What are we doing? Like you get that, you get a big set. That's the 50% that Shiva says is up for grabs. You get that 50% to fall towards fuck out of here with this nonsense and it's over for them. You know what I mean? So that's the white pill part. The problem is it's like, it's tempting for that 50% to just go towards authoritarianism, authoritarianism, go to sleep, you know, don't worry about it. Let the, let them, let somebody else figure it out. And if you do that, then you're screwed. Then you're, then you've got COVID every third year or every fourth year, like the Olympics. Do you not think it's weird though, that they, I mean, uh, we talked about this, of course, before the show, but that I got ripped on for our local news station on Facebook because they were like, COVID is back. And I said, oh, well, next year is an election year. So that makes sense. Got ripped on, called a Trumper, got called an anti-vaxxer. I said nothing except it's an election year. So that makes sense. These are I think these are the lines that are being drawn is those people that are pegging other people. And what's funny is we're doing the same thing. I'm pegging those people that commented on me going, I know exactly who you're voting for next year. Yeah. And I know what you stand for. And you probably have blue hair. That's fine. Um, You can do that. And I will live far away from you. So that I think that is the white pill in me is uh, going, you know what? You know, what's going to be awesome is we pretty soon will be forced to live apart from these people. And that'll be awesome. I'll live in the middle of the woods in my little hobbit hole in the ground growing, growing fucking turnips. Until they or, burn us back into the cities, though. I mean, come on. You have to think about that, too. Oh, <laughs> there's Black Pill Jen. <laughs> Charlie and I are on the same page on this, though. You think they're going to let us just live in the woods, Charlie? What do you think about that? Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to let so us do that. That's a great. That's a great point, actually. What What do you think about that? Like, if if the if it came to a splitting of societies like that, and we have the smart city people and then the hobbits growing their vegetables, do you think they're going to allow that to exist, or is it going to be such a small minority that they're not going to worry about it? These guys would be at the BlackRock shareholders meeting, auctioning off opportunities for people to bid on coordinates of homes that they want incinerated with directed energy. You mark my words. They'll be selling this shit at raffles. I'll pay $10 million. I want that motherfucker's house to ignite on fire sometime in the next 72 hours. And no, and nobody will know it was, it was me. Yeah. I guarantee you they can do that stuff. Of course. Well, we've that, got a newcomer, fucking Corey Hughes, in the house. No, Corey, do you have any comments? We're what? doomed. Oh, <laughs> he's hey, he's, he's, he's team he's team asteroid though. He's always been team asteroid. You just had to show up on camera. Team at Listen, I he, I can't prove I can't say he's wrong at this point. Unfortunately, Charlie. I know, but I I have hope. But it's just what's your hope based on? Is it Jesus Christ? No, it's no, I'm 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 hopeful that people at some point, you know, the clown show is so obvious. I'm hopeful that it that it wakes up even the the dumbed down normies that are just trying desperately to stay asleep it because it feels like. It, I don't know. It feels like uh, 
the we're getting like the junior varsity team running the white house these days you know everything's a little bit more cartoonish than than it was before and That's it's like the president's son is junior varsity president's son is a cokehead and then cocaine is magically found in the you know in the oval office you know what i mean and you're just like really like i feel like we're being meant to see all of this ineptitude and this this stupidity like you like they march kamala harris out there they know she's stupid. Oh yeah. They know she's stupid. It's not it's it's not like is Kamala Harris stupid. It's just a it's a it's a more of a measurable observation. It's not even up for debate, really. So the question is why are we being allowed to see this? And I feel like it's like it's the erosion of this administration right in front of our eyes. We'll be right back after this quick ad break. So get the skip button ready. But if it doesn't play, well lucky you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So what what do you think about the next year though? I'm not, I'm not big on politics. I know you're much better at that, but what do you think about the next election cycle because it looks like we're heading straight into this with the covid and the everything else and who knows like we can't even have a bingo like card at this point because we don't even know what the fuck's coming. So what do you think is coming in the next election cycle? Who do you think is going to be a contender or like what what do you think is the biggest controversy? My prediction is pain. <laughs> pain pain for everybody pain for everybody and frustration just frustration we're all frustrated and 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 so again it makes me think like how can you look at this current situation and not be frustrated so i and so then my next thought uh, is blue hair my next thought is so why it clearly it must be intentional that they want to get everybody riled up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, how January 6th was like this big trap where they got everybody riled up and then, and then herded them in and, and then busted them all. I feel like they're trying to rev up society so to, to react more to something. Conquer, just more of that. It seems to be more of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, only because I feel like they just, they, they're looking for an excuse to crack down. 
They and that if they need one at this point, they I know they the don't. They want. I know. Well, that's the problem. Is that that's also becoming obvious? Is that they can do whatever they want, and like they can, you know, and none of us here are like we're not like political, right? Like I'm, I'm not on any of the sides, like, but like, fuck them all. Clearly, they are trying to make sure that the number one opponent for the Democrats, Donald Trump, is not eligible to run. It, clearly that's the tactic and you have to as somebody that i think we're all objective in this you have to look at that and go that's a shitty disgusting tactic like that's what you do if you think you're gonna lose uh, and yeah. so there is there is there is a closeted part of me that actually would like to see donald trump win just, just because just for the scorched <laughs> earth of it all yeah. <laughs> it's a little part and i try to i try to put it back in the closet as much as i can but in the event that he did win to watch him say oh fuck these people now you you i i That's tried to i tried to play ball <laughs> and i tried to make some people happy but that i don't have to worry about reelection and i don't have to worry about anything and it's payback that would be kind of nice that to see. Orange is the new black. But watch. that's Trump porn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we also know that he said he was going to lock up Hillary Clinton and and then and drain the swamp and do all that stuff. So it's like it's it's Trump porn. Cause because you know, even if he wins, still probably not gonna happen. So what do you think? <laughs> I want to know uh Jen, what do you think about Trump porn? <laughs> so- <laughs> So I will would say, you watch that? Would you whack off to it? it? We watched it happen before the election, though. That is what happened with Trump. I've never seen the media destroy a current president right before an election year the way that they destroy Trump. And I was not a Trump supporter. I was not a Biden supporter. I hate, you know, politics in general, but they, Fuck were, they were destroying this guy. They were like, oh, he's the worst. He's doing this, blah, blah, blah. And then they were putting Biden up like, oh, he's great. But he was like an 80 year old grandpa like what the fuck that is not a great candidate but they demonized trump so bad that uh, i mean quote unquote a majority of the population which i highly disagree with as well but enough people voted for him we know people who said they'd they would crawl across broken glass to vote for biden because they hated trump so much and when we challenged them on that we're like so you're only voting for biden because you hate trump so much like oh the media won All right, that, that was the it. thing is the back then they were like um nobody actually voted for biden they just didn't voted want to vote trump. for trump so now biden's in there oh oh we can go into that too the different bidens but yeah we, we've actually uh followed up with these friends and been like so how's that going with the the crawling over glass for Biden? Is that is that working out for you and your paycheck and the gas and all that stuff? And I hate it when people blame gas prices and inflation on the president. I know some of it does have to do with their policies and all that, but it's I think it's way broader than that. And it's not you can't just pin everything on one president like it changes administration to administration. So but it is funny how these cycles go and you have all of a sudden Biden's president and now we're paying way more for fucking everything. You can look up the graphs, but then you, have you, I don't know if it was New York Times or something, but it was uh, some article that was like, the economy's fine. Stop worrying about it. Did you see that one? No, but it, they can make these numbers look however they want and they do. They fake them all the time. Hey, listen, unemployment, lowest it's ever been right now. Because people are having to take, you know, getting laid off and then getting new jobs. And they can just m- manipulate these numbers all day long. 
But what is the atmosphere out there? What's the vibe? People are fucking fed up with this nonsense, this woke nonsense, this political correct nonsense. It feels like, uh, um, I don't know. 2024 is going to be uh, going to be wild. And I'm not into politics, but I do like to watch. I, I would like, you know, I would like to watch. I would like to watch the screaming liberal lady with the with the green jacket and the black hat, the, the screen. I would like to watch her brain finally crack open. That would be kind of funny. I would love to see uh, any brain explode liberal or not. But Steve, was it you that were talking about the uh, the numbers or was it Joe that was talking about that? But the. Uh, the way that they fucked with the numbers with COVID and the, it was something to do with like, there was a certain demographic of people that were like mixed races that had a 99% COVID vaccine uptake rate. Was that you that was talking about that or Joe? It's potentially been Joe, but I've, I've seen the skewed numbers and um, I've actually, I've actually, you know, I knew individuals who were, you know, working in hospitals personally during the time. And that's this, this just goes to show why I always say that the world is a stage. You, I knew, I knew people personally who were working in hospitals at that time, even when the media was claiming hospitals were overrun. Uh, I would go to these hospitals. There'd be nobody there. I mean, they're just parking lots empty and things like There's that. There's a lot of people that made videos of that. And they were discredited immediately. And and that's remember that? yes, it's it's immediate. You know, when you're talking about anything that's discredited to the highest extent, you can bet, you know, your yourself that there's most certainly something to it. Anything they go to great lengths to discredit. I mean, just case point example, we were talking about of Trump. It is a d- dirty, disgusting tactic what they are doing. And uh, it, it's almost as if they know they're going to lose and they are going to do as many last ditch efforts possible to get this man locked up so he can't even run. I personally think we might even see a schism of the system even further. I mean, if you look at even RFK, if, we don't know if he's running yet, but um, if he, he, he is a, uh, he's on the left and he pretty much stands against everything the left is for. And then you have people essentially with Trump and DeSantis, depending on what goes on there and anything like that, that you're essentially going to have schisms in both sides of the two-party system. And I mean, that essentially can always lead to some interesting circumstances, in my opinion. I yeah. think what that... Do you, what do you think about RFK, though? There's a lot of people talking shit about him, too. And I don't know what to think about him. I think he can't really talk. I know that much. He's he's definitely... He's, he's an interesting guy. I do... You know, I don't have faith in the system. I'm not somebody who's married to any political party. I've uh, uh, made that pretty clear a lot before. I think essentially what we're being shown at this point in time is the unraveling of everything that's occurring. Uh, It's going to be possibly, in my opinion, a slow decommissioning process uh, because of whatever's whatever's hands uh, this is in. They have the whole collective of humanity in mind. And it's almost as if it's going to be, you know, we're going to see some crescendos here and there potentially some lull periods where not a lot's happening nothing new pretty much what we're dealing with right now and i know there's a lot of people who don't like this uh but if you i i always bring up the point you know i've i've been on this path in this journey for 15 years and me even me and chris have spoken about this before there have been so many things that are supposed to have happened we were supposed to have many you know the the, we're supposed to have med beds by now dude i know exactly what the hell happened to that i mean you know planet x was supposed to return uh we were supposed to have asteroid financial collapses uh you know and i think essentially what's going on is there's going to be somewhat of a soft landing i'm like i said i think there will be crescendos here and there we could potentially see something if they do try to bring back COVID. i think 
I don't know. If they try that, I think that's stupid on their part. That's basically lifting up the bus and throwing themselves under it at that point because you're going to have people uh, who who woke up from the first round of COVID who are going to be like, no, no, no. And I mean, potentially, potentially a hundredth monkey effect. And, and I think that's actually a bigger percentage now than it was in 2020. You have a lot more people now that are going, we're not doing this again. Sorry. No. Like you tried to bring back masks in the school. Fuck yourself. We're just going to homeschool our kids. And is that by design too? Like who fucking knows? I don't, you know, I would be, I would be highly surprised if they tried to bring COVID back. Uh, but if they do right now, if they do, man, I would be, I, I would be, it's literally picking themselves up and throwing themselves under the bus. I think, um, if they did though, that'd be interesting. And, um, I do know for sure that the climate lockdowns are a big talk across the world. I actually want to get Charlie's thoughts on the climate lockdowns. I don't know if he's uh, seen those lately or what they're uh, trying to pull over in certain areas of the world. This is madness, Mm -hmm. but you could see it coming. You could see it a mile away when they had the quarantine camps in Australia and they were trying to sell it like it was an Abercrombie and Fitch ad where they had these girls out there that were living their best life in their quarantine camps. And you're watching this and you're going, wait a sec. They're normalizing this stuff and they're privatizing it as well. So there's some there's some really nefarious things happening here. You've got the private prison industry building out camps. You've got them talking about 15-minute cities and normalizing that concept. This is real. This is an agenda. It's coming. It's climate guilt at first. Then you're going to get more authoritarian measures that will, you know, first you're going to get the carrot to be a good climate citizen, and then you're going to get the stick. And the stick is going to be 15-minute cities, and it's going to be carbon tracking of your uh, MasterCard, who's partnered with the World Economic Forum to do things like that and have a carbon output associated with each item that you purchase. And if you hit your limit, well, you know, maybe you can't buy meat anymore. So all this stuff sounds crazy and it sounds theoretical and it sounds like you're wearing a tinfoil hat and then you go and look at China and it's already happening. It's not future, it's not science fiction, it's yesterday. It's yet. Charlie, what do you think is going on right now in Hawaii? I haven't been paying enough mm-hmm. attention. I haven't been really looking at the stories of what's happening, but I've been listening to the conspiracy theories, but you know, what are your thoughts on that? I, listen, I've got a bad feeling about it. Whenever I start to see these characters pop up, this this uh, ground commander from Vegas showing up on the scene now in Maui, i I get very I get very uncomfortable. When, I, I I've been I've been <laughs> ran out of water. They ran out of water. There's a scene in the movie The Firm with Tom Cruise and Gene Hackman and Wilford Brimley and Wilford Brimley is the head of security and Gene Hackman's saying, Oh, don't worry. Don't worry about this. And they're, they're kind of having, you know, back and forth and he turns to him and he goes, what's your, what's your problem? And Wilford Brimley, the head of security, his response is I get paid to be suspicious when I've got nothing to be suspicious about. Right. So when I see something like this, I immediately and 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 I see and I recognize a name that comes from Vegas and winds up here. 
alarm bells in my head start going off. Okay. Because I've seen too many of these things, too many of these events that are quasi real. Maybe they really happen, but the, the cause is, is suspicious or that there's a script or that there's a drill that goes live or that there's something like, I mean, there's a lot and I'm, and and I don't have all the information. So uh, with regard to the Maui front, listen, I was just there. I was just I was just there in October. It breaks my heart, man. It's my favorite place in the world, and I and I want to throw up just every time I think about it because I was just there, and for it to be gone is so crazy. And if, in fact, it is because there was some sort of nefarious thing going. If it's just your run-of-the-mill standard issue government incompetence, it's still going to be, I'm never going to forgive you. It's just, what's the next move with that, though? I love the straight thought. So where do we go with that? How do we go about that without like, terrorists? I'm fine with being like terrorists, racist, call me whatever. But how do we do that without like being jailed? I mean, I think it's going to take, and I and I'm a I speak at an anarchist conference, so I hate that the solution involves the state in any way, shape, or form. But I think in the current situation that we're in right now, you're going to have to have local sheriffs involved in this because i think you're going to have to have a couple of those guys that say there's something going on and we we are suspicious of this scenario and have it come come from them it doesn't carry much weight when it comes from us they just say you guys are crazy you guys are you guys are always talking about this stuff well yeah unfortunately we're always talking about this stuff not because we're making it up, but because they're publishing reports about how they're working on directed energy out of Maui. Right in front of your yeah. fucking eyes. The, right. the building, the, the group that's in charge of directed energy is based in Maui. So, it, it, <laughs> listen, it, it's just, it, it just puts you just a coincidence. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like I'm trying to not get conspiratorial about this, but you got to give me this. You're full you of shit. You gotta give me, you gotta give me like a reason not to. And like the guy from Vegas showing up on the scene, I just went, okay, all right, I see what yeah. he, he, oh, the you know, he's captain or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because, because if for if for no other reason, he's there because he was trusted to cover something, a mass mass casualty event that they don't want. For, for whatever reason, he has proven talent. He has proven talent. That's it, and that is not to be underestimated. He's a great he, actor. He has proven his his oh, network. You know, you better plug that back in. Oh, oh, shit. I got you guys. Hold on. You lost. It was. I. I, I don't. Well, we don't know. There's 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 locals saying that the number is is you know high, you know between five hundred and and a thousand, which is a lot, which is crazy, you know. And the and 
it, it I, I don't know if it if it's just you know uh, the 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 alarms didn't go off really what do you think again about again you know it's like i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to give you guys the benefit of the doubt but the alarms didn't go off oh, yeah, the best alarm system in the entire country in the entire hawaiian islands so yeah the best alarm system and it didn't go off the dog that didn't bark Hmm. I just find it bizarre. Even at the press conference, I think it was uh, was it the I don't know if it was the chief of police or the chief of EMS or these like, and they said, "Do you regret not sounding the alarms?" And they even verbatim said it, "No, like we did not regret that during this press conference." And you look at this, and I think it it comes down to observation. Yeah. At this point, you can only say you know do mental gymnastics and make excuses so much. You see this recurrent pattern continuously happening. And, and there is something to this. And whether it was a direct energy weapon or I even heard about BlackRock trying to buy beachfront properties, uh, potentially money being involved in this as well. So there's I, 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 I will just state for the record that I know nothing about anything. OK, I, take 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 so just just watch the people involved. That's all I'm saying is don't listen. Pretend I don't know anything about it. Just watch the people involved. And you tell me if you think that you're getting, you're dealing with natural interactions because the, like the people that are going out and doing these press conferences are speaking in a language that has a lot of world economic forum components to it when there's they're talking about building back with a share a new ideology in this community i go what are you talking about yeah. alien trainee blue bean because that's the only one that the at least you know covid wasn't entertaining but we have trainee alien. aliens coming to try and stick things in our butt we might get a move in a little bit. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I, that's, 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 you know, spell the beans. Covid was kind of entertaining for some people. Like it, it, after funny. the uh, initial shock of like, what the Except fuck is going on? Like, yeah, yeah, the people dying, but you know, people die all the time. So whatever. It's like that old Ron White joke. Did you jump? Yeah, we went first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, everybody did. I don't know anybody who at the beginning of this was kind of like, oh shit, like. Is this it? But it happens if you looked at the the graphs of the last twenty years. Every fucking year that it's a a, a voting year for a president, something like this happens. The H one N one, the West Nile, the whatever whatever you want to call it. Like look back at at the years and actually just pro tip. You're going to get fact checked if you post this on on Facebook or Instagram. But it does happen every. Four fucking years. So, so raise your hand if you'd like to see what happened in what I know happened in Washington DC. Uh, <laughs> uh, all hands are raised right now to the audio listeners. <laughs> I was even going to say, I, I, COVID came around. I didn't think it could be a virus. Uh, you know, there was so much talk throughout the years that it was actually it was going to be something financially or uh, another kind of. Uh, yeah, uh, is that too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I would have, I, I would have had uh, a financial collapse. Higher than that, but what wound up actually happening was it papered over a potential financial collapse yeah. because the government was able to step over trillions of dollars on the fire, and then that allowed them to postpone all these things until oh I don't know 
Well, didn't didn't Kissinger? I think it was Kissinger who uh, had been talking for years, going on record as saying that all you need was a virus. That's the way to get people to turn on their neighbors. Oh, I mean, they they were. This is essentially was the father beef vendetta a little bit, and uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and that's in this movie, what beef vendetta came out like 2006, 2007. So along there, Charlie. We'll have some choice words for Kissinger. He's a reprehensible human, as far as I remember you calling him. What do you have to say about Kissinger? Let's hear some Kissinger. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. He's 100 years old. Yeah, he's 100 years Besides old. that. You know, <laughs> you get the blood of, like, young children in your veins. I always think you going. I, I'm, a, I'm a baseball fan, so I always go back and I think about when George Steinbrenner uh, was alive and Hideki Urabu was a Japanese pitcher for the Yankees, and uh, he got all fat while he was pitching, and and uh, Steinbrenner called him a fat toad, and that is, that always, it, it made like the New York press, everyone's like, fat toad, you know, like it was, it was everywhere, man, it stuck, and that is my visual whenever I think of Henry Kissinger, is a fat toad, he is a squatty little guy, he is a dark-hearted I'm pretty sure he's human, but boy, man. Uh, what would David devoid, Icke say about the how he's, he's devoid of everything that makes a person a human being, as far as I'm concerned. I think that Henry Kissinger is one of the worst. He's what he, I, you can already see he's going to be portrayed as a hero and saint and great guy with guys that are going to do loving and retrospective. Talk about how influential he was, anything. But just remember, this guy wrote a memo in 1974 stating that the State Department's priority towards the third world should be first and foremost that of depopulation. And then he labeled 13 countries in which he wanted to actively start depopulating. So he's a genocidal, crazed, mass murdering lunatic. Who dropped more bombs on Southeast Asia than all of the bombs dropped in all of World War II on both sides of the fight on both oceans combined, multiplied by two? He dropped on Vietnam, Cambodia, and Laos. He authorized the use of depleted uranium, napalm, and Agent Orange. He's a reprehensible piece of shit. And Henry Kissinger should die in prison if there's any justice, if there's, if we lived in a just society. He's a piece of garbage. Okay. I think even touching on the point, is he, I mean, if you notice, you know, a lot of those people. He, he, he looks like, a, he looks like a fucking reptile. He looks Let's like, be honest. I mean, you even look at Rock, I mean, Rockefeller, what, he had five heart transplants. <laughs> oh, he survived, he, and he survived to be what, like 150? He's on the Dick Cheney plan. He's on the yeah. Dick Cheney plan. I mean, that's, right. at, that's very suspicious. These individuals, how does one, even at his age, survive five heart I, transplants? I, that's, I don't, that's interesting. I don't, Interesting to think about. I know, no, Kissinger is a reprehensible human being. I said there's a lot of them that, uh, how do you feel that, uh, right now that a lot of them have been taken down and it's just being done behind the scenes? Do you think that is, uh, some part of the Q trust the plan stuff? Yes. Feel... I think that that is, that is hope porn. Hope porn indeed. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 it, it's, listen, it should, it should happen. It should happen. Yeah, hold on. This mic keeps getting slippery here. 
Anything seriously, when you go, well, there's, there's two standards here. So this is, you know, and listen, and I don't like this, the idea of the state coming in and solving problems. But what's worse than, than, you know, if they're going to be involved, at least have one standard. <laughs> it's not okay, like, good fucking luck with that. Where it's not like, you know, the Biden family and the Democrats get to, like, pretend like, Criminality is fine. And to clarify, I know I know me and Charlie see eye to eye on this. It's not Democrats versus Republicans at all. <laughs> it's powerful versus the powerless. Exactly. Yeah. I guess um, the, the other part of that question is for someone like Hunter Biden, from our perspective, he's walking the streets and happy as a plan, not worrying about ever getting arrested or having to face justice. But I do wonder what it, what it looks like from someone like Hunter Biden's perspective. Oh yeah, is he is he pacing the halls, wondering about getting a knock on the door? I mean, that's not, not a, that's not an easy way to live. Well, he's supposed to because Hunter Biden's not worried about shit. He's, he doesn't give a fuck. He's immune as far as like I'd be shooting. I'd be shooting. Yeah, I'd be shooting. But I don't think Joe he is. Joe's dad, maybe. <laughs> I don't. I'd be, you know, he theoretically he should, be, but 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 what what do we see? We see two tiers of justice. We see we see different sorts of, I and mean, he almost pled out to like a pros. Oh yeah, yeah. And they kind of the last Have you guys covered that at all about how the Hunter deal like was falling apart, and then yeah. other shit happened. Then the UAP, right. the UAP conference happened. I remember that was one of the big things What's we were that? talking about. So, so the uh, the whole uh, one of the big things about the UAP conference. I mean, despite the fact it being a shit show, and they looked like they didn't talking about the whole. And none of us definitely know. And none of us definitely. But a lot of people thought that was kind of a uh, field play, a chess piece, because you know the Biden situation started falling apart. And uh, I don't know, potentially, like, it seems like they always try to convert it from this one way or another, um, especially with something that you see starts to come out, like a potential grievance to the vice saying, you know, when they are, you know, it's going to accommodate their decisions. They don't seem to somehow know that they're worried. But I think almost they have put themselves under the bus about this time, because I put it the whole way to the story. I was like, someone. And they're looking at their faces. I look at body language. I look at, like, you know, the questions, not only were they asking, other contradicting questions constantly. And their body language is looking at the script as if I don't even believe that. Like before Agent says it earlier, it's, it's almost like you can see that they're really trying to pull this one out of their ass despite their failures. I'm really trying to make it boring too. I've heard that from people. It's like they. This, this, this mic is slippery. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, There's a large segment of the population that have just figured out that the mainstream media is behind it. Oh, they yeah. just now figured it out. Better late than never. So, welcome. You know, <laughs> I don't know what took you so long, but I'd rather have you. But those people are in, they still want information. They still want to, they still want to know what is going on. But their normal source is no good. They can't go there. They don't, they don't trust them. They shouldn't trust them. And and so they're floating around looking. They're very susceptible. They're they're in a very vulnerable position where they can prey upon by a bunch of scammers and drifters that are like, oh, come buy my fear porn about the end of the world. You know what I mean? So like, 
it's a very interesting time, but as the for the alternative media, the rest of us that aren't claiming to like, you know, grow an audience by terrorizing, right? Uh, but but rather, you know, trying to like investigate hands and about what we see and, and say, and but at the same time recommending that they get like a variety of opinions. I want you to listen to my show, but I want you to listen to about a dozen others too. It's easy to hear from other people the way they say it. People know it better than me. That person says it better than anybody. Yeah, I want people to get a variety of different sources. I think like you watch a variety of shows on TV, right? You don't just turn on the TV and watch one channel. So the alternative media has a real opportunity here to step up and be a source of unfiltered information and, and our ears are we gonna screw up from from time to time? Oh, of course, for sure. Yeah, and check inevitable. But they're professional liars. I mean, it's an under beginning, you know, so you know. But but I think that the people will recognize that like there's a group of people out there that are genuinely concerned about trying to figure out what's going on. And and you want to put that information out as you know, unfiltered in the way as we can. And we're open for business, you know what I mean? Come listen to like forbidden knowledge news. And like I do day zero with Chris and yeah. Corey and um Lindsay and Lindsay and XQ. And you know, like I, I just I want to be supportive of of networks like this that are that have a you know, He's got a group of shows here, which is fantastic, and it it, it gives uh it gives you a one stop shop to get uh, a bunch of interesting information. And I don't think anybody expects people to listen to every single episode of their show every single time. That would be that's a bit much. That's a lot of time. There's there's you know, but but just the fact that we're out there is an option. I think that's is great for for us. And so. Uh, and we're, and we're getting ready. I mean, it feels like um, you know, one thing I want to say, Charlie, and, and because I mean, at least in Jonah's opinion, you've been you've laid a whole foundation for people. Oh, so yeah, you. I really appreciate that, man. And uh, thanks, you know, right? but yeah, no, I brought up Charlie on stuff over there. We brought we brought you up on ice up a few times. Nice so if you're, if you're interested later, I do have um shamanic EMT snow if you're staying around. Oh fuck no. Yeah, I was glad to say. But that's what that's what I did with Johnny Dollar was shamanic DMT snuff. Yeah, the Yelp um, snuff. Yeah, yeah right. man. That's like a 40 minute uh yeah, we yeah, we had a great time. That's how we got to the That's how you know it's interesting because you said you were at Aaron Portal. I actually um I uh, I associated with group back when um uh, in my Lakewood area, down I live in Lakewood, Colorado. Um, they're called We Are Change Puddle. A lot of them actually, yeah, yeah, a lot of them actually uh, used to be in uh, there. Um, they're very much into that philosophy. Uh, you know, um, we're actually building, using a solution based mindset. We're trying to actually bring community back into communities. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's, that, that's, when I go to an archipelago, I always leave feeling conflicted because I'm so glad that I was there. And I'm so glad I got all of the, uh, it's a great experience. 
And I feel so burdened because I know I'm going back into like the real world where there aren't a bunch of people out there thinking outside of this crazy. These guys are way beyond box. These guys are talking about stuff that I don't need to And you sit through five days of that, you go, oh my gosh, it's just information. There's so much information. And then you go, this is great. You feel inspired. This guy's doing something you've never even heard of. You think you might be able to do it, but you and connect with them. It's just great networking experience, like-minded people, hanging out. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's talking about solutions. And then you get on a plane, you go home, and you're like, this sucks, man. You know, so it's like, that's my only criticism. I mean, it's not a criticism at all, really. It's that it's that you you come back and it's morning, And that's, and but, but I think that we're, we're going to, you know, we, we have an opportunity to, to do things differently, uh, and, and and people are ready for a change, man. They don't want to, they're they're tired of this nonsense. I think they see the wheels coming off the economy. They definitely see like the, the politics are almost intentionally cartoonish, and and you know. So what do you say to young people that are kind of? What do you say to young people that are kind of starting out and they're they're awakened? They're they're into psychedelics. They know the government's not their friends. They're but they're looking for a kind of a career path, and they look to you know the older generation, the Gen Xers, the Boomers, and even some elder millennials to say like, what should I do now? Because I don't want to work for the main. I hate that. I feel like a slave. I want to work with people that I that I like, and I want to feel like I'm a part of that. Like, what do you recommend for some of my kids are seventeen? Yeah. Yeah, I would well, I would say there's so you have the benefit. Old people are scared of technology. Young people are not. So you've got that going for you. Um I, I would I, I don't first of all, don't be intimidated. Don't let your age stand in the way. I know a lot of people think like, oh, I have to be a certain age before I'm successful or whatever. I won't be taken seriously. And this is about the point the tech issues really ramped up, so sorry about that. But that's the end of the show. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park